welcome to the Albion Show, episode two. Uh, thank you for the um, very warm reaction on the first episode. Uh, it's very much appreciated. And um, yeah, let's just get right into things. First thing I want to talk about today is the Blues game. Uh, we went 4-0. A very good result against a... Um, I thought Blues were going to be better, personally. Um, they were good first half, I think. Um, but they, uh, they didn't really threaten us in the second half. We were by far the better team. Skulls from Dian Garner with a furlong assist with a left-footed cross. Uh, Matt Clark after a uh, scramble in the box from Callum Robinson. Carlin Grant uh, took a penalty after Callum Robinson won it. And uh, Ryan Tulloch, the academy player, scored after a uh, great assist by Kenneth Zahor running down the left-hand side. Ismail's style of play in that game, we... Um, what I noticed is we play like a vertical sort of system with twitching the ball from side to side and a lot of high presses as well. Um, most of our chances came from like set piece and crosses and stuff. So I reckon we'll be seeing a lot of that next season. Um, that's, that's, that's literally it for the Birmingham game. Uh, played very well. Yeah, nothing really else to talk about. Um, next bit I want to talk about is um, the new signing, Adam Reach. He's a 28-year-old um, left wing back. He's going to come in to provide cover for Connor Townsend. He um, made 231 appearances for Sheffield Wednesday uh, in his time there, scoring 24 goals. Uh, people may know him as a long shot specialist. Um, if you remember, he scored goals against us, Leeds, Villa, just to name a few with his long shots. I've also got some reaction from uh, some Sheffield uh, Wednesday fans on Twitter about him. Uh, John Owls, 1867, says he's been so poor, but the type of player he will do well on the good side. If he struggles, he'll be a complete passenger. There's quite a mixed range of reviews for Adam Reach by Sheffield Wednesday fans, but all of them kind of follow the same chapter that he's not very committed. So uh, SWFC Steve 89 says sometimes it's a good move, good time to move on. To a new chapter. Reach's got the talent. I'm sure he'll be back to his best with West Brom. Good look at AR. It's kind of like a good review about him. And um, Liam Beebe, who's a Wednesday fan, says, No doubt Reach has the ability and will hit the odd screamer now and then, but he lacks consistency. He's lifted off pretty much three goals for us and also bats out every single tackle and will not compete for headers. Very lazy player. Do hope he does well for you guys. So overall, it just provides great squad depth. But the initial reviews from the Sheffield Wednesday fans, um, if things aren't going to plan, it doesn't look promising for Adam Reach. Next up, I want to talk about the Bournemouth game. Uh, we play them on Friday. Um, yeah, I'll just get straight into it. They've got a new manager, Scott Parker. Um, he was the Fulham manager from 2019 and 2021. He's had one promotion on his CV as well as two relegations, but only one is like the permanent boss. They've made a couple of new signings this season. They've brought in Emiliano Marcondes uh, on a free transfer from Brentford. He's a central attacking midfielder. And they've also brought in Leif Davis, who's a left-back from Leeds on a loan-to-buy option. The departures include Aspen Begovic, uh, who's a goalkeeper from Everton, He's gone to Everton, sorry, on a free transfer, as well as Diego Rico, who's the left-back. He's gone to Real Sociedad on a free transfer. Now, if we look at their pre-season, they've had three games in their pre-season. Uh, they won one against RB Lines, who's a Spanish side in the Segunda Division, 
FEF. They won 4 2 in that game, have played quite well, but they have struggled at times. They also lost against Granada, who uh, are a uh, top Spanish team in La Liga, as well as a 2 1 loss against Chelsea in the Premier League. So, quite a mixed bag of results for them in pre season. In their last game in the EFL Cup, they won 5 0 against MK Dons. They played a lot of academy players in there. Um, the likes include Zeno, Ibs, and Rossi, uh, Gavin Kilkenny, uh, Jaden Anthony, and Christian Sadie. Uh, Kilkenny got an assist, and um, Sadie got a goal and assist, so potentially we could be seeing um, them be involved in the game against us. Um, the style of play, uh, I noticed that they're quite possession based, they had 57% of the ball. Um, they are quite, they do attempt quite a few long balls as well. They attempted 55, I think it was um, MK Don's 48. So potentially we could be seeing some long balls being put over the back of us with a high press on Friday. And they also have lots of shots. They had 21 shots attempted and only 30 on top of it. But that just shows a lot of intent and attacking intent from Scott Parker's side. I actually um, asked a couple of Bournemouth fans uh, their opinions on like Scott Parker and everything. So let's get into it. This is the answer from AFCB Brad on Twitter. So I asked him, what are your thoughts on Scott Parker and your pre-season? And he said, I can't wait for the new season of Parker. Pre-promotion manager and ceased, ceased to be happy to come here and take us back up. Pre-season was a roller coaster. Our camp in Spain wasn't great and we lost a couple of lower Spanish teams. Back in England, our Aaron lost against Chelsea and our Carabao Cup win against MK Don shows that we're ready for the season ahead. I also asked him, what do you make of the signings you've made so far? Where do you just them before the end of the window? He responded, new signings have been slow. The window is more about keeping our squad together rather than adding to it. The contract extensions to Stanislas and Smith will, provide, will prove vital to our season. We definitely need a goalkeeper, fullback, and a backup striker. I don't know who that would be. Um, question three: uh, Where do you reckon you'll finish come the end of the season? Yes, well, I hope to see us in the top two, but top six is more realistic. And uh, then question four: Score predictions for Friday. He said um, two 0 Bournemouth with Stanislas scoring two and his start becoming the top goal scorer. I also had another response from user AFCB Maddox on Twitter. He responded, so far, I'm far from confident about our season. He's not a proven manager in the championship. And judging by our pre-season performances, we are, of course, finished mid-table. I'd rather have someone with Premier League experience like we did with Tyndall last year. We're playing lazy, half-hearted football, and that's coming from someone who put up with us being managed by Paul Groves. In all seriousness, unless a miracle occurs, you know, will smash us on Friday and it's not even close. I'm happy to be. I'm happy to back a manager who looks like they want to be here. But Parker looks like he'd rather watch his first one get thrown onto a railway line than be here. I'm, I'm by far hashtag Parker out. So those are quite contrasting views about Scott Parker, and their expectations for the season ahead. Um, Brad clearly thinks that he's confident, and Maddox seems a little bit more nervous for the new season. From our point of view, we've had like. Quite a positive preseason, actually. Like a very positive preseason. We played four games against uh, Woking, Sheffield Wednesday, um, Watford, and Birmingham. We scored seven goals and no goals this season, which cannot be anything bad. It can only be positive, really. I think from us, um, the probable liner. Um, this is a team that I reckon we will um, find against Bournemouth. Is Button in goal, 
a back three of a Jai, Kyle Bartley, and Matt Clark. The um, four midfield will be Furlong playing as a right wing back, Livermore, Moa, and Townsend playing as a left wing back. And the front three will be Grady Diangana on the right hand side, Callum Robinson through the middle, and Carlin Grant on the left. Um, yeah, the next thing I really want to talk about is the big thing I think that has been um, like West Bromwich experience in the past like a couple of days. It's the Mateus Pereira situation. Um, for those of you who don't know, Ismail said that Mateus Pereira is not committed to the club. And what I believe, I think many other people believe as well, is that Pereira took this out of hand and uh, was interpreted as not committed to the club and not like working hard enough. So, but I'll read you Pereira's statement out now and I will talk about it just in a second. So, Pereira said, I remained silent and was not going to address anything until after the transfer window out of respect for the fans and all of my teammates. However, after being called not committed with the club, I felt extremely disrespected as a professional. I've been living off football since I was 12 years old. I chose to give up my family time and just ordinary fun to chase after a dream of a better future for myself and those around me. No one has ever seen an interview in which I badmouthed the club or anyone associated with the club or even that I wanted to leave the club by any means. That is because I have a character and I respect the club as it opened its doors to me when I needed it and believed in me. Dedication has never lacked and I've always been committed in the last two seasons. It's extremely wrong for anyone to say I'm not committed since I train and I can commit as I normally would and give 100% every single day. I think it is low to try and degrade my image and my professionalism in this manner. I don't want to leave the club from the back door. That was never my plan or intention. Quite the contrary. I want the club to be adequately rewarded for believing in me and supporting me for two seasons. Three weeks ago, I received an offer that would change my life, my family's life forever. I think this is referring to the Al Halal offer, where they were offering him of wages of upwards in £150,000 per week. I came from humble beginnings, uh, slowly but surely, I've been building myself up and achieving things with a lot of hard work and dedication. I want to leave to seek new experiences, but want to do this in a fair and correct manner. I will be forever grateful to WBA, to, to its fans, and every single professional that works at the club, and that welcomed me with open arms to those who cheered me for the last two seasons. You're part of my history, Mateus Pereira. In this statement, he's basically just having a go at Valerie Smith for calling him not committed and saying he doesn't want to play for West Brom, which is just quite contradicting, really, because he's not he's not committed because he doesn't want to play, but he's having a go at Ismail for saying he's not committed, which is it's bizarre, really. Um, I'll go on to my thoughts later with the questions, because we have some questions from fans, which uh, I will go on and talk about what I think of this statement. Um, in other news... Uh, Ismail has um, accounted that SJ has come back to training a week earlier than expected. He was allowed, um, I think it was three weeks off uh, after the England uh, summer, but he came back a week early, uh, so he could potentially feature the season. Ismail has stated that, I was told the expectation was that he would leave, but now it's a new situation. Sam has made a clear statement by coming back from holiday early. He said he wants to be part of what's going on. He's clearly submitted to us. This just shows great character from SJ. You know, he's a top quality man. Um, if you look at his like tweet on Twitter, he's liking all the um, Albion fans saying that he's a great professional, which he is really. He has been top quality ever since he's come. He's, he's taken a lot of stick from fans in the first season, the second season especially. But he's, he's come through the other side of that and he is a um, probably the best goalkeeper in the league. I think he's uh, by far. 
best goalkeeper in the league. And um, he's just, he can't not be happy with him saying. But I'll get on to my thoughts about that in the questions as well. And the, yeah, he's much better than Mateus Pereira in the fact that he doesn't want to, yeah, I'll come on record saying he wants to leave and he just, he's fully committed to the club and wants to play this season. And there have also been rumours this morning about him wanting to sign a contract extension, which will allow him to leave. It's going to release clause in that allow him to leave if we don't go up this season, which I think is completely fair. Um, just make sure that we get rewarded and that he doesn't even a free and he gets to play. So overall, I am more than happy with that. Um, we also have some questions in from some fans. Uh, Ad, Ad Fred WB asks thoughts on SJ say, staying. For me, this is definitely a plus. We're getting the best goalkeeper in the league committed to us. I want to play week in, week out. It's only a bonus to us uh, and our promotion push. So the potential contract signing could also mean we not lose one of three come the end of the season. However, there are some downsides to Sam Johnson staying. First of all, we're not getting the funds, so we're not likely to sell him. And those funds cannot be used to buy a striker or a defensive midfielder that I reckon we need. And also, it's a big shame for Alex Palmer, who I really wanted to see uh, like take the number one jersey this season. But uh, it's looking highly unlikely that he will and maybe go out on loan again, which we never like to see. But um, yeah, I would like to see Alex Palmer be number one. And it's a shame they won't get that chance this season. Uh, Leo Woodfield asks thoughts about Ferrara's situation. Uh, the statement doesn't really come as a surprise to me. We knew that he wanted to leave, uh, but the statement, I reckon, may have scuppered his chances. Like, because um, unless Al Halal will pay the 25 million, he's not going there. And the Prem teams can't afford those type of wages. So I don't know why uh, he would put that statement out because it's it's uh, really, uh, it, it could have potentially scuppered the chances of leaving. But he's a magical player. He's definitely one of the best, if not the best player that I've seen at the Albion in my time going. He's the full right to want to move on for his, like, his family and the financial well-being. The other club, nothing really. But the way he's gone about that, like where he's gone about leaving, is wrong, in my opinion. But if you get the money from him, like to reinvest, I'll just drive him down to Saudi Arabia tomorrow because we need the money. Just because we have we have no money. No signings coming in. In the press conference, Ismail said that we're not expecting any more signings. He's happy with the squad. But if Prow goes, I definitely expect us to buy a couple more players. <laughs> At Real WBA Cheshire asks, uh, thoughts about next season? Will we top make the playoffs or not? And thoughts on Valorin Ishmael? So next season, next season, the squad we have at the moment, I do reckon we will finish in the playoffs. Uh, any European third and fifth place. However, with the right additions, we could be looking at a promotion push. Those additions being a goal scoring striker and also a board midfielder. My thoughts on Ishmael is that I'm really pleased with the start he's made and the philosophy he's trying to implement. It's really interesting to see. I'm a fan of his recruitment so far. I reckon uh, he's doing really well with the likes of Moa on a free. Could be, could be the best signing of the season, in my opinion. Uh, uh, Matt Clark as well is a brilliant signing, um, as well as Kevin Castro, who was on trial last season, and also uh, Adam Reach. But I'm really fan, really big fan of that. They say all the right things as well, you know. Uh, for emphasis on philosophy, uh, just coming about Pereira today, where he said that I can say that no player is bigger than the club or West Brom. All players need to understand this. So this is to show how really authoritative it gets the point across. 
Um, I think uh, the Express Star reporter Joe Massey said that he's like quite serious in his interviews uh, compared to the jokey around nature that Big Sam had. Uh, so I reckon that's he knows what he wants to his players, uh, which is very well. And um, overall, I'm very optimistic about uh, Vela and Ishmael, and hopefully he can have a long and successful time here. Um, last but not least, we have a question from Dan Richards, Dan Oscar Richards 16. He asks, what positions do we need in the window and who would be your top choices? For me, you need to go with forward. I reckon that's given. And also, if we're another centre midfielder, probably a defensive-minded one, like Okaya Kushlu. But he could be potentially on his way to Watford um, for about £500, which, if that meal falls through, deal falls through, we could we definitely go and have a look to get him. The man I would replace, when I would get said of Okaya Kushlu, would be Trevor Chalibur, if he's willing to come, of course. Apparently, the deal was off a couple of days ago, according to, uh, I think it was Sooty on Twitter. But, um, yeah, but hopefully you could potentially reignite the deal after the prayer sale. You can offer a bit more money or something. Centre-forward, I would uh, like to sign with Johnson Clark Harris, but that could be unrealistic, considering the high asking price from Peterborough, about £10 million to a 27-year-old. Uh, I don't know whether Albion would want to be spending that type of money um, for a 27-year-old, to be perfectly honest. Because, uh, yeah, we could be looking at younger forwards, maybe abroad, looking abroad. You see the likes of Brentford and Barnsley do it last season with their kind of use of uh, abroad players. And they we know how good they can be. Uh, and if there's any other options for like loan signer to a striker, potentially Adam Ida from Norwich. I think that's a name that hasn't been mentioned yet. But he's a, good, he's a young striker. He needs experience in the Championship. I'd be more likely to take him on loan. But like more optimistic kind of loans would be um, Eddie and Ketia or following Balogun from Arsenal. I reckon um, they could be good moves for us. It's going to be a smart move for our season and help, like, first of all, ignite their career, really, and get them goal scoring. Because um, following Balogun, especially, has been kind of uh, a to one for the future for Arsenal. Eddie and Ketia is kind of like a first team, so that's quite unrealistic. But Balogun could be an option. I don't know. That's a. Um, move that which one would consider or not and that pretty much brings us to the end of episode two i've gone through everything we've had quite a lot of um content covered today I'm very pleased with what we've got done um there is going to be an announcement on a co-host coming soon i have one sorted be sure to find the albion show on twitter to find out who it would be um yeah i really hope that you guys have enjoyed it today um please be sure to go and um, click subscribe, whatever, or follow whatever podcast um, listening service you're listening on. Uh, be sure to, uh, yeah, do that. And um, hopefully you'll tune in for the next episode. Put your questions in. I'll put a tweet out just before I record so that um, everyone knows. But yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys, and have a very good day.